And it's another week. This is Andrew Wood, joined as always by pastor and friend Jason Hayes. Jason and I were out last week. We were. Uh, you may or may not have noticed that. Uh, uh, probably, but, probably But we not. were out. Uh, I was at the Overton County Fair for the entire week. We yeah, were, yeah. did not anticipate <clears throat> when I texted you, which we traditionally text, you know, the yeah. night before the show or a day or two before the show and just kind of make sure everything's in line with, uh, you know, recording and, um, and coming in. And, uh, you said, yeah, I, I'm, I'm out of town all week. And I yeah. was like, Oh, great. Yeah. You know, you're going to the beach or something of the sort. And then you proceeded to tell me you were going to a county fair. Yeah. For the entire, for the week. entire week. Yeah. So we and left. That was not what I anticipated. We left last Saturday. So not, uh, yeah, a week ago this past Saturday. Yeah. And, yeah. and, uh, Ten days ago. And then we came back to Knoxville. We arrived back in Knoxville this past Sunday at like 7.30 in the evening. And so we were there so long that uh, Jesse, who is a, uh, well, he's just an honorary member of the family. Okay. And he was loading up the mower on Saturday to go mow the Pizza Hut because that's one of the places they mow. Okay. And I said, didn't you just mow this? And he went, yeah, last Saturday. Yeah. And I went, oh my gosh, How'd I've been gone? here so long that you have now mowed it twice, but you mowed it within the week. Like that's what you do. You mow it each Saturday. So Jesse was mowing the fairgrounds or mowing your house? No, Jesse was mowing the Pizza Hut. <laughs> what, were you at the Pizza Hut at, nope. at the fair? No, we or were. the Pizza Hut at home? No, no, the Pizza Hut in Livingston. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, that's, sorry. I'm starting to get it together. Yes. Yes, so uh so I helped him load the trailer, which again that's another story. As he's loading this trailer, it's a trailer I used all week because we were we were helping family do some things and and so I I took a bunch of carpet in that trailer to the dump, to the local dump. Multiple trips. As Jesse is loading this mower, he puts the tailgate of the trailer down. And I was like, Jesse, there's no way you're getting that mower on like that that is so steep. The the tailgate of that trailer is so steep. There's no way that mower is going up. He walks to the front of the trailer, pulled a pin that I didn't know was there, and the trailer dumped. And I looked at Jesse and I said, I've used this trailer all week. <laughs> I've seen dump trailers. Had no idea this was a dump trailer. And I took loads of carpet to the dump where I had to physically lift all of them out of the trailer. That would have had been I very known helpful. this could have dumped, I would have had so much more ease. Yes. And he just looked at me and was like, "Yeah, it yeah, dumps. Sorry, sorry, it dumps. Yeah. You should have just done yeah." That. So I um, I, and there's it uh, sounds like a number of things you're yes. ready to share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there listen, I I received a lot of pictures from the yeah, fire. I sent you a lot. Yeah, yeah, and I loved it. Yeah. I loved every bit of it. I loved the video. I loved the tractor pull. I loved yep. seeing your kids on the horse. Horses, you and a cowboy hat was yeah, everything buddy. one could ever dream of. Yeah, buddy. Um, there was a lot. I didn't feel like I saw you in cowboy boots. I felt like I saw you in boots, but not true boots, cowboy yes. boots. Yeah, and working that was a on little that. disappointing. Working on that. But yeah. that's neither here nor there. But I will say, I also had a dump story. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, I needed, love a good I, dump story. I, yeah, I needed to get rid of some chemicals and paint. And as you know, you can't just do, you can't throw that in your trash can. You can't, well, you're not supposed to do that. You can't put it in a bag and tie it up and throw it in that, cause they will never know. Yeah. You can't do that. No, heaven's sake. Never do that. But I, you know, and what, if, if, if one were to ever do that. Sure. 
Um, I just had far more than just like right. what a bag could just kind of. <laughs> Why do you have a hundred bags? Yeah. Sir? <laughs> because we were, yeah. we're redoing our garage and I'm adding some shelves in and just yeah. trying to make it a little bit more organized, sure. clean it up. It hadn't been touched probably since it was built originally. And, uh, and so we're doing that. So it just was necessary. And I will tell you, and, and I got on the internet and yep. like did all the search, but I've had enough dump experiences. Sure. Yeah. That there was legitimate angst, like oh, anxiety yep. driving up onto the property. I felt as if I was back in middle school yep. ready to ask a girl to the Valentine's yep. dance. Like, like I was preparing myself for denial and heartbreak and possible, uh, you know, mean statements <laughs> to me. Sure. And, and, and I, I'm just, I just got to be honest. Right here on the news, okay? I mean, on the, on the radio show. I got in and I went to Loudon. I am not a resident of Loudon. No. I don't necessarily yep. know if that really matters or not, but I got in and, and everything was great. The guy was super kind. He yeah. was great. And at the end, he was like, here you go. Fill out this form. And it was oh. just this, it was like, it was like, it was like you'd be <clears throat> checking in at the doctor's office. Yep. So it was like everyone. Sure. And I see, and it says like address. And then it says like city or whatever it may be. And everyone down the line is like Lenore City. Loud. Sure, Lenore of course, City. Lenore because City. Because it's in Loudon. Yeah, exactly. yeah. And I just wrote my name and wrote my address and, then put and did City. not put oh, Lenore City put or Loudon. I just handed it to him and quickly, well, let's stop. Yeah. Okay. Full disclosure. I just did a little scribble. <laughs> I get it. I just did a doctor scribble. Yeah. And then I just hurried out the door. Yeah, I and I, I felt that bad. That so much power. But I did not know. I literally searched everywhere yeah. where to take it. And I live close, I mean, I live closer out west than to going down all the way, you know, into the heart of downtown. Yeah. And so it's like, I, I, it, it truly is amazing. Folks, this is the life getting, of goody goodies. It is amazing yeah, okay. getting rid of trash. Yeah. Created that much anger. And they have so me. much power and they know they do. <laughs> And the guy was delightful. But Again, yeah. not always. Yeah. There's a lot not, of times no. you go to, and I can no, actually tell always. you what specific dumps. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah. literally give you personalities and names. Yeah. Based on different dumps that I've I can give them Knox names County. that yeah. I've given them. Yeah, well, we but don't not real that. names. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, Overton. Here's the thing. When I was in Overton County going to the dump, they're very particular about if you don't have an Overton County tag, and, you don't dump here. Okay, so I very I have, very particular. I didn't try to hide my where tags I've heard it from multiple people. So I mean, to the point where Aaron's dad was like, "Look, if if they say something and they will, you tell them who you are. You tell them you're you're my son-in-law. What you're doing." Yep. Uh, and I was like, "Man, that seems like. Do you think they're gonna?" Okay. So I'm the same way. I loaded up the trailer and I was like, "I don't know. You know, <laughs> we'll see what happens." Uh, will I fight somebody I mean, today? I mean, we are leading, yeah. we are leading sizable organizations. Yeah. yeah. And we I'm, have families. I am nervous pulling into and the And I dump. am a nervous yeah. wreck yeah. pulling into the Got my kids Why with me. Got cigarette in my mouth. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I didn't have that. So I, I, I would pull into the dump. Uh, I, I went to the dump literally every day yep. while I was in Livingston and no one said anything. Well, so- I, frankly, multiple times I didn't see people at one point, uh, I had one man, an old gentleman, who was also dumping, uh, look at me and went, well, you got a lot of nice stuff. <laughs> and I was like, 
Well, you're what? Well, I was I like, mean, I, I mean, do what you, I'm do throwing what you it away. I wouldn't call it nice. Yeah. And uh, he's like, what you got there? And I said, take a look. And so he took a look. And he's like, can I have that? Sure. Absolutely. Let's load it in your truck. And uh, it was a sewing machine. And uh, he, he said his, he said he had to, uh, the one that he was using, which means he uses he, one on the regular. Right. Uh, he had to have a makeshift table for, and this was perfect for him. I was like, well, take it. It's yours, sir. And he, the, the mattresses I had on the trailer were literally from Aaron's grandparents' furniture store in the 70s. Well, so I have a mattress that has to go somewhere. But the where I was going wouldn't accept mattresses. So that's, again, another thing. It makes no I've sense. I've got to go. Everywhere. I'm having yeah. to go to multiple yeah, yeah. dumps around no, town to yeah. distribute various items. They're on behalf of listeners across our county. Yeah. To anyone that's listening <laughs> yeah. with any bit of authority related to yeah. trash and Glenn waste Jacobs. disposal. Yeah. There's got to be a better a process. There's got to be. There's and, got to be a, a better process. And a better process for us to understand it. <laughs> Yes. And so I will say about the Overton County dump, uh, you pull in and they have four giant dumpsters that you just pull up next to. And, and this is not like Knoxville. Knoxville, you have, you put your trash here, you put cardboard here, you put paper here, you, you put, you know, your, your big wooden items oh, yeah. here, yeah, yeah. Your, your scrap, materials, you know. Yeah. You, these four big dumpsters in Overton County? Just everything? You literally throw whatever you want to in there. <laughs> I just kept throwing stuff going, is no one going to say anything to me so, so. about this? And so then then I, I do all that, and, and there's uh, – I was get, I knew, okay, here in a little bit I'm going to be bringing carpet, so I got to know where to put – because in Carnes, you like put it in this shed. In a closet, <laughs> away from every, it is oh, yes. the most inefficient, yes. whatever. Yes. And so I thought, there's where do I put the carpet? Uh, and so I'm looking for some worker because yep. there's nobody. Now my father-in-law was like, they got the jailbirds up there that'll help you. That's what they call. There you them. go. Thanks. They, Thank I you. saw no jailbirds. Yeah. No one was flying around or doing anything. So, <laughs> but I did see four men sitting, sitting, talking inside of a warehouse. And so, see, uh, okay, so here's what here's I Here's the thing though. I had my cowboy hat on. Oh, see. Cause I thought, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be I'm, business. I'm one of y'all. I'm gonna be business. Hey, I'm here. one of you, you know? And, uh, I stuck the tongue in the bottom lip to make it look like I had a dip. <laughs> and, and I said, uh, I was walking and they went, the dude literally, I'm sitting in a spinning chair right now. And the dude literally just spun. Yep. Yep. I'm showing you. I can't yes. show the people listening. Yeah. He just spun and said, can I help you? And I said, hey, um, so I'm bringing carpet soon <laughs> to this establishment <laughs> that you have here. And I noticed on the sign it says to pull in there, but it says get it weighed and you have yeah. to pay to dump it. I don't know. I, I was prepared to argue that because yeah. I think my constitutional right is to dump carpet yeah. wherever yeah, I yeah. want to dump it. But uh, and he went, is it, this was the question, Jason, this is kind of like your address. Is it from your personal home? Well, it's not from my personal home, but it's wow. from, it's from family. Yeah. Yeah. What was my response? Yes. Yes. <laughs> you, did you do that in kind of inflection? Like a little bit? Yes. 
Or I was, or maybe I went, <laughs> so I'm not saying yes or no. Yeah. I'm just saying a noise. I've, I've acknowledged, I'm just going to make a noise. I've acknowledged you've asked me. And he said, uh, then just back right on in there and dump it. Oh, great. And no cost. You wouldn't have to weigh it. Oh, great. Like, That's awesome. Well, see. And I, then I was like, don't look at my tag. Yeah, exactly. You know. And so when so, I went to the Loudon one, it, same story. I pulled up. There's a sign on it that says <laughs> paint cans inside. Oh. And I will, I mean, I was by, I was trembling. I like, I'm walking in this and I'm like, I'm about to meet the trash mafia. Like yep. they're going to be, there's going to be, they're going to know I'm not from there's here. There's going to be a bunch of yeah. guys in there yeah, yeah. and they're going to oh, beat man. me up with my own oh, paint so, cans. They're going to judge me again. So I just need, again, yeah. please, anyone with any authority yeah. related to waste disposal, there's got to be some way for me to have less angst about simply trying to do the right thing, which is not Throwing it in the trash, <laughs> which is not throwing it in the trash can that I'm not supposed to throw it in. Yeah, I agree. You know, which is not me like dumping it in the, the church dumpster. I'm trying to not do that. I'm trying not to be the person sure. who throws their television into the lake, which obviously I would not do. But <laughs> you see that thing. stuff. Sure. I mean, yeah. you see it all the time. Yeah. I don't want to be that person. Why is it so well, hard on me? There was also a sign on this one that said, uh, do not. Pull in because because when you like carpet, you have to back into this building and then there's a what I would call a cliff and a giant truck with a giant dumpster that you dump stuff over the cliff into. (laughs) And so it said, do not if a machine is in here, don't pull in. Okay. so I had the carpet and I pull up there and there's a machine in there and he's compact. He's squishing. He's got like a track hoe that he's squishing all that to make it tight into the dumpster. So I'm just waiting because I was like, there's a machine in there. I'm not going to back in there. And I'm sitting. And I'm like, man, I wonder how long he's going to take yeah. to do this. Then I start hearing a, a horn. And I know that the horn is coming from the machine. I was like, who's he honking at? Yeah. And I look over there, and he's waving at me like, what are you doing back in here? And I'm like, but the sign says... If there's a machine in here, don't back in here. Which is it? And so he kept honking. I thought, well, okay, well, I'll back up right next to you. And I did. And he kept working. And I kept dumping. And I was like, he's going to look at my tag. And he's going to make me pull all this carpet out of this dumpster. He's going to hit me and with he's his gonna, machine. And he's going to say, you said it was your personal home, <laughs> sir. And it's clearly not. And, uh, man, it was uh, it was a good time. So. I didn't think we were going to talk about dumps now that uh, for the brought, entire first segment. Now that we brought anxiety onto all of our listeners. But but w- you want anxiety. When we come back, I got an anxiety-inducing story for you that happened to me on Sunday night when we got back from the fair. And man, oh man, oh man. I'm going to – people are going to get their adrenaline up. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, let's yeah, do it. Yeah, it'll happen. We'll be we'll back. We'll be back. Huey Lewis in the news, right? Woo! Man, they're so good. That's some good stuff. So, so as we, obviously you can tell that Jason and I are very similar when it comes to, we're rule followers. Uh, we don't like bending the rules. Huh. We like doing the right thing. But there comes a time with your, um, with your trash where you gotta figure out where, where do we, you need a degree in trash yeah. Yeah, waste uh, management, uh, and so it's really interesting. But but we we talked enough about uh, yeah, the we'll dump. move on because uh, even during the break we were still we ranting. were still talking about it. Yeah, uh, I so so we got home Sunday night from the fair. 
Uh, and I'll, I'll say this. While we were at the fair, it was maybe Wednesday or Thursday, Aaron looked at me. and We had very little phone service where we were at. Right. <clears throat> and so Aaron looked at me and said, so mom just called. And because Grandma was here the whole week, you know, taking care of the animals and the uh, the homestead, yeah, uh, yeah there in Carnes, and so uh, Yellowstone, yeah, yes, right, right, uh, and and so Aaron looked at me and said, "Grandma just called. Uh, we have uh, a bat in the house, uh, not a baseball bat, nope. a flying bat, yeah, and she's trying to get it out, but she." Uh, is not having much success. Which is important because COVID. Bat. Right. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, Sorry. It's too far. Also rabies. It's too far. <laughs> also rabies. Uh, and so so I was like, well, we're not going home. So either she just deals with it or yeah. I don't know. You yeah. know. So then like the next day, we didn't hear anything. So like, okay, maybe they got it out. Then the next day, uh, Aaron was like, I said, so what's the... We still have a bat in the house. Uh, well, Grandma had the neighbor, called the neighbor. The neighbor came over. They, The neighbor thinks it's a barn swallow, like a bird. Oh. Uh, Grandma still swears it's a bat. They don't. They weren't able to get it out. Uh, Grandma called the neighbor, like, screaming. I mean, is it, like, swooping? I mean, Hold like, on. I'm getting I there, mean, how Jason. high can it be? I'm getting there, okay, Jason. Okay, go ahead, yeah. And so... Uh, <clears throat> Grandma told me when you know once we got home and all this has happened. Grandma was like, I was crying, you know, alone in the house, and and it's flying at her and around, and uh, you know, bats come out at night. Once yeah. so, once all the lights are out, that's when it starts. It's it's flying. So during the day, you don't have a clue where it is. So we get home and and so we got home on uh, on Sunday. And I, you know, the worst part of any time traveling, especially for seven days, is unloading oh, the vehicle course, yeah. and the laundry and all that stuff. So, and it was raining. So I'm unloading everything. And, uh, but first thing I had to do was because the kids had heard this. So I go upstairs, I look in all the corners and the crevices and like, okay, I don't see any, I don't see any bat. Maybe it got out. Right. You know, no big deal. So, but the kids were a little like, I'm afraid to go upstairs. And, uh, so, didn't see any any bat. We got everything in, you know, ate supper, did all the things, and then it was bedtime. And uh, again, I made another check. And the kids were fine. Got them laid down. the The hard part was all last week. We stayed up past midnight every yeah, night. Right. Uh, slept in every morning, and we were on Central Time right. all week. So, so we told the kids to go to bed about nine fifteen, and they were just wired. Right. And and had no desire to go to bed. So. But I got them in bed, and then uh, I go downstairs, and and uh, my normal routine because I didn't I, I didn't trim the face at all while I was gone. I told Aaron I'm gonna shave my face, and uh, and so I go into the bedroom. Charlie and Summer are upstairs. Evelyn is out in Grandma's apartment with her. Gavin's in his bed. Summer comes down and says Charlie's not wanting to go to sleep. Where's her blanket at? And so we we said it's in the living room. Go get it in the living room. Uh, I'm in the closet and I hear crying and screaming. Uh-oh. Summer comes running back in. This was Sunday night. This was Sunday night. Okay. Summer comes running back in. 
I saw it. I saw it. It's the bat. It's flying around the dining room. And I was like, oh, here we go. Here we go. The party and so uh, I took my shirt off, cause, as one does. <clears throat> what am I, I? Or I didn't have a shirt on. Anyway. And so... So I'm like, okay, let's let's see. Let's get it on. So I go out into the dining room. Summer is like, I'm not going back out there. And uh Aaron is like, okay, let's here it comes. This we're getting this out of the house. <clears throat> so I go back in the dining room and I'm like, I don't see it. And so I walk and Gavin at this point is heard. So he's at the top of the stairs. Charlie's still upstairs in the bedroom, has no idea there's a bat right. flying around. Yeah. Because she'll lose her mind. Probably better. Yeah. So Gavin is at the top of the stairs in a full squat looking down. <laughs> and he says, Daddy, what's going on? And I said, Shh. Oh, nice. And he's like, What? And I said, Shh. And so at that point, he's starting to put two and two together. Like, okay, the bat, it, it's happening. Yes. And so I walk into the kitchen area. And Gavin goes, I saw it, I saw it, I saw it. <laughs> and so I run to the living room to get my my big black leather gloves that I use to fill the fire the fireplace. Okay. Uh, because I thought that the bat can't bite through that. Yeah, you would maybe. Like to think, I don't think know. So, but it yeah. goes up to my elbow. Perfect. You yeah. know, protection. Obviously, don't have a shirt on. Nothing else is protected. Yeah, it's not. But the gloves are. Yeah. Or my arms are. And uh, while I'm in the in the living room, Aaron at that point had grabbed the broom. Okay. Uh, she is making her way, trying to find the bat. I hear Gavin screaming to the point. I thought the bat had latched onto him. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, like it was. It, it, I was in the living room getting the gloves, and I thought, "Oh no, it's attack! It's biting him." And, Dracula has and, bit into And his, now my yeah. son is going to have superpowers. <laughs> and but I, I legitimately thought, like, he's been attacked. What do we do with that? Do we take him to the emergency room? Yeah. He is screaming to the level like it's attached to him. Okay. Uh, kind of like Christmas Vacation when the squirrel's on him, yes. but it's a bat. Okay. Or uh, And so I, like, grab the gloves and sprint back. Well, the bat had made its way upstairs, of course. Okay. And uh, it is like something out of – it is like a string is attached. It's not flying fast, and it's wobbling as it flies, and it is coming right at your face every time, all of our faces. And so I get upstairs – and Gavin is losing his ever. So I'm like telling him to calm down. Charlie is squalling at this point out of bed. <laughs> Summer again has not even made it out of our room. Yeah, smart, She's smart, like, smart, I'm smart, shutting smart. it. I'm staying by myself. Yeah, y'all do what you in here. Do. And so, uh, so we get up there and we're all going, oh, because oh, it's like gross. And it's like, I don't want it to touch yeah, me. Of course. I feel tough, but like, I don't want a bat to touch right. me. Aaron has the broom again. I don't have anything. I am like punching in the air trying to hit this bat. And just uh, thankfully we don't have cameras. Oh, I was just saying, what were we you don't have cameras do? in there. Your thing is going to land on your hand like an eagle? I'm just, no, I'm trying to hit it. Right, okay, so, but then yeah. you're just swatting at it. Now. Yeah, I'm trying to hit it with all I have. Okay. And uh, I whiffing. It just kept missing. Yeah. Uh, and then Aaron goes, I got it. And so she had it under the broom. <gasps> So then, but it's like, well, what do we do now? It's under the broom, and it's, and it's making its little bat noises. And can you, uh, get, can, can you give our listeners the best? I don't. Of that? <laughs> That's what it sounded like. And so I told Aaron because I'd be like, "Oh, I got it." I was like, "Hold on." So she's just got it under the broom. I grabbed the trash can and I put the trash can on top of the broom, thinking okay. I'm going to trap it under the trash can, and, we and she'll pull just, the broom we out. Then we'll figure, figure out, out what yeah. we'll do, but it'll be trapped under the trash can. And so, uh, at that point, it's trying with everything to get out from under that broom. 
And we told, uh, at one point, Aaron's like, go in your bedroom and shut the door. What she didn't remember is we took all the doors off their bedrooms nice. because they were slamming them. Nice. So they nice. couldn't do that. Uh, but they did go into the bathroom and shut the door because we still have a door on that. And uh, so I went to put the the trash can on it. Well, it flew away again. And so I pick up the broom. <laughs> And it's flying upstairs, and I pick up the broom, and now I'm like Mark McGuire. Yeah, I'm, we're we're Bash we're Brothers. doing this. Yeah, and so I swing and I hit that thing back downstairs. Oh, which is on, where man. I wanted it. So then we run downstairs, and then it's just me and Aaron downstairs, and uh, I'll finish the story when we come back. So the bat is now back downstairs. The kids are upstairs. Summer again has not come out of our room. And Aaron is in the dining room, I'm in the kitchen, and the bat is just making circles. And I'll tell you what happens when we come back. Hey, we're back. This is Andrew. And this is Jason Hayes from Shoreline Church. So as we, we were just talking about the bat that was in the woodhouse. Okay, so we've now, I have the broom in my hand. So Aaron started with the broom, she trapped it. Then it got out, and then I got the broom, and I hit it and got it back downstairs. And it's still flying, and I'm telling you, it is like at Halloween when you have the the bat on the strings. And yes. I, and, yep. and it, that's what it looks like. Okay. It is the oddest thing as it's flying around the house. And so I, the way our house is set up is just a big – it's not the open concept. Our right. house is old. And yeah. so, uh, so we have a – a dining room we have a right. kitchen yeah, sure we, exactly and and so at this point aaron is in the dining room in a complete full squat position and just <laughs> all i all i hear is ah! Ah! you know and so the bat is flying and it's it's you know how when you chase your kids and then you're like oh they're going this way i'm gonna go the other way and catch them yes this is what the bat's doing oh boy so here's what i thought okay now we have two people i'm uh, me and aaron are downstairs so I'll just stay in this one spot so it can't. And, and I literally said this out loud, Jason. It's not going to get past me. Oh. And so I have the broom. And, and so Aaron would just tell me, it's coming back your way. You know? And so at this point, while, while it's flying around downstairs, I prop the, uh, the door open at the back. Okay. And didn't turn the light on again because bats like the dark. So right. I wanted it to yeah, go you wanted out to be the attracted door. to the dark. And so, uh, is there a bad chance a castle outside that you can <laughs> no. potentially draw no. towards? No, it yeah. would have been nice. Yeah, exactly. Been nice. Right. Yeah. And um, and so I'm standing in one of the doorways into the kitchen with the with the uh, with the broom in a in a batting stance. Okay. Just waiting for it to come. So. Uh, so Aaron's like, it's coming your way. And so I'm like, all right, here, here's my chance. This is the moment. And uh, swing and a miss. Strike one. So no big deal. It happens, right? You know, it's, it's, uh, it's not coming right at me. And so I missed it. Right. And so I'm just, I'm waiting again. I told Aaron, it, it's not going to get by me. And it didn't. It turned around and went the other way. Yeah, it did. And uh, then she was like, it's coming back. And my goal was not to kill it. I didn't want to kill it. Uh, so my goal was not to hit it super hard, but sometimes in the fog of war, Jason, you you get a little amped. And when it came back the next time, uh, it was not a, a tap. Uh, <laughs> I hit that thing hard, <laughs> and I hit 
uh, I hit it down. So instead of going out the door, it just hit the threshold and just was there. Oh. So oh. then I turned into a hockey player. And I, hockey, uh, whatever they call it. Yeah. I hit it out. Slap shot. Slap shot right out into the yard and, uh, immediately was like, I got it. And that was, uh, Aaron ran in there and, uh, I got it. And I think I gave it, I actually, here's the thing. I didn't kill it because it disappeared <laughs> about 30 minutes later. <laughs> but I think I did give it a concussion because it just laid in the yard for, for a while. Really? And then I went back out because I thought if it's dead, I need to remove it yeah, from the yard. Absolutely. And I went back out and, uh, it was gone. So either something else got it or it, it just kind of got its wits back together. Wow. And flew away. And that Man. was our, and then, and then it was like, okay, everybody go to bed. And the kids were like, yeah, that's not yeah, happening. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. Charlie that. at that point was going, are there more bats? Are they going to break the windows and like, like, is there an army of them waiting because you killed their leader? Uh, so yeah, man, what a, what an exciting, wow. exciting time at the Woodhouse. Man, oh man. Uh, well, uh, you traditionally we try to talk about like the events of the week and like things yeah. that are happening in society, but I mean, when you've had a, when you've had a bat in your house, I mean, yeah. you kind of, and you've been at the fair. Yeah. I mean, it kind of just takes everything else, doesn't it? Yeah, and, I mean, and it now, really kind of trumps everything else. Now we're trying to figure out how it got in the house. Yeah. We had our hot, hot water heater replaced this past weekend because ours went out uh, this past week. And I was, I was like, maybe while they were changing that, like, has it been hiding? Has it been in our basement? Because at night, when the lights are off in the basement, maybe it's just living its life. And we don't know that. And was it somehow attached to the hot water heater when noticed, they brought it out? Have you noticed with any of your kids in recent days, like like any of their teeth growing longer, <laughs> no. or, or they've that, had a sensitivity to the although sunlight? I, can't, I don't know if you can tell, but the Wood family canines are pretty. Well, like, and you do pronounced. have that red hair creates yeah. a sensitivity to the sunlight. It does, that's, that's and we different. are we are definitely uh, at least me and Gavin. Definitely more vampire esque skin <laughs> than than some of the other kids. But wow, uh, we have. I mean, let's just face it. Yeah, let's just face it. I mean, at this point in the show, <laughs> is there any salvaging? Here's here's Can what I want to do. The look, show at this point. Look, so we talked we we talked a lot of nonsense up to this point, but we wanted to catch everybody up on where we are. Correct. Uh, but I do think I do think in the last little bit of the show, we got to maximize the moment. Let give it to uh, me. School is starting back. Yes. Uh, I know, like, my nephew literally starts today. He is, uh, they just posted. He's on his way. Yeah. And uh, Cornersville, where I graduated okay. with, first day of school today. Yep. And, and so as we, as we think about getting back into that, what, is some word, what are some word, words of wisdom yeah, so it's interesting. Uh, on, on getting back into the swing of school? So it's interesting. Uh, there's actually Marsha Blackburn. What is Marsha's official? She's senator. She's senator. Mm-hmm. Yep, of the state of Tennessee. I think she just released something. I, I happened to read it on the news or through local news, and it was, I don't know if it was a full-blown, I don't think it was a book, I think it was just kind of a document, and it was just kind of talking about things that parents should be mindful of as they send their kids back into school, and and candidly, you know, some things, you know, get into being careful of woke politics, sure, and yeah. being careful mm-hmm. of certain things that might be, you know, taught, but then it was also talking about, you know, everything from bullying to 
to um, cyber issues to I mean mm-hmm. all, all of that other stuff. And so I, I think for me, um, you know, and I'm sure people can can find that pretty quickly uh, on on a Google search. But for me, as I think about my kids getting back into school, because they'll, they'll begin at the beginning of next week. Um, I just really do want to be super attentive to their hearts rather than just their minds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and we have a tendency to kind of just throw them right back into the fray. You know, they start back homework and they start, you know, kind of the disciplines of academia and all of that stuff. And I think that's really important. Obviously, you and I both have sure. multiple degrees and all the stuff that comes with it and see the value of education as we want our children to know the value of education. But I just know that I want to be really attentive and attuned to their hearts in terms of there's just so many dynamics. You know, I've got a middle school son who is, you know, everything's changing with him. I mean, he's kind of walking through the, just the realities of, of his body changing. I've got a, a high school son who's coming back yeah. out, of, out of brain surgery. I've got a, a fifth grade son who, you know, is kind of coming into his preteen years. And, and, and good, bad, or ugly, in this world... No matter what school you're at, there are certain dynamics that are just hard on 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 children. You know, I mean, there's there's pressures that come with it. There's um, the dynamics of relationships and and the newness of of a you know the beginning of a school year. There's just so many things that come with it. And, and maybe you know, in your all's case, as you guys homeschool, again, it's kind of a step into a new rhythm. There, there's just a lot of things, and so. Um, certain times people feel lonely because they didn't get with their student or they didn't get with their peers in a classroom or they, they, they feel left out because they didn't get the teacher that they had hoped for that other friends did. I mean, there's just all of that stuff that happens. There's teams that are being selected and tryouts. And so what I just want to be really mindful of is where's my heart or where's, where my children's heart and how do I shepherd and how do I pastor them rather than just trying to figure out how do we set into you know, what is the new routine? What time do we set the alarm clock? What time do we got to get out the door? When are we going to do homework? What's the schedule going to look like for ball practices? All of that stuff that comes. Let's let's do that, but not at a deficiency of, of shepherding our children's hearts. Well, and I would I would say too the uh, for some I know for me anytime school started back there was anxiety just of the newness getting back to to you know getting up and 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 doing the the school and getting the grades and and you know some of our kids they put tons of pressure on themselves uh some of it is because we put tons of pressure on them so be aware of that uh but but a lot of times it's the pressure they put on themselves so how are you uh creating an environment so they don't feel so overwhelmed uh with with what's going on it it was uh, this past week, I heard one of one of my nephews was like, you know, I was number three in my class uh, last year, and and he's going into high school this year, so it'll be his freshman year, yep. and uh, and I could even even with him talking about in excitement, I could sense this, you know, like, but you're you know, high school, you're you're yeah. a freshman, you're, uh, and of course I spoke up and was like, well, you know, Summer was number one in her class, Gavin was number one in his class, and Evelyn was number one. <laughs> In, uh, in her are, class, classes are small, and uh, and he said, "Oh, that's awesome!" And uh, Summer went, "We're homeschooled. I'm the only one in my class." <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, okay." Uh, and and so, but but are we 
we got to recognize that some of our kids, they'll, they'll go right back to where they were. It'll be no, no issue at all. Others will have anxiety. Others will put pressure on themselves. And then I even heard one of my nephews this week, uh, because he's going to, he's moving to a different school because of his grade. And he was like, I have six different classes I have to go to each day. And that's new to him. And so he was excited, but I could also sense of like, I remember when I was that, and I was like, how am I going to remember? Yep. Uh, and I went to Cornersville, which right. was very small. So I'm thinking, like, you know there's going to be those moments of, like, I'm new in this building. How am I going to remember where I'm supposed to go? And so just be aware of those things. And I think sometimes we're so far removed from that that we kind of, I know with, with me, sometimes I'm like, oh, it's nothing. Just go right. do, go do your class. Uh, but for them, it's like, this is big, big deal. Big deal. I got to know where my locker is. How much time do I got to, you know, just be aware of those yep. things. There's, there's one other thing that I want to add into this and we'll do that when we come back. I never felt that strong like a rock. So man, that's hot. Now that was like the first time it. I heard that song I was a Chevrolet commercial. Yeah. Didn't have a and I thought it was just for Chevrolets. Nope. But this was long before. Now, Chevrolet just took it. They're like, it's a great song. Was that Bob Seger? Is that Bob Seger? Yeah. Like a rock. Man. I mean, it. Good, man. That is really. You know, and the, the folks of Chevrolet that were like, oh, that works. we're going to connect that, to, that the, works. to the truck. Yeah. And you can just see it. The truck coming down a gravel oh, yeah, road. Absolutely. Horse running through the field. Uh like a rock. That's good stuff. You wanted to add a little bit to going back to school. What you, yeah, you want to? Yeah, I think just my thought is, um, you know, just as a reminder for for those of us that that send uh, our our children in the care of of other folks, you know, whether it's teachers or school faculty or yeah. you know uh, educators of all different kinds. And so, I just think that we we need to be one really intent on praying for them. Uh, I, I think we should also try our absolute best. To be a partner with them, um, you know, meaning that uh, we we can help and and understanding that a bunch of people they've got you know full time careers and other kids and so not everyone can be the room mom. We get that, you know, but but it doesn't need to be this blind. I have no relationship at all. Um, and then the thing that I would just say is just as a reminder, no one but us is intended to be the primary discipler of our children. Yep. And so many times I see parents get frustrated because, you know, they have a school teacher that doesn't have the same values as them. Or, um, and, and sometimes it's not even about like faith values. It's about, well, you know, they're from up north or they're from yeah. down south or they're from whatever well, maybe. We know you how know. they voted. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, well, wait a minute, you know, like maybe tertiary issues possibly. But I think it's just this reminder to us that yeah, I mean, like they they can they can fill a need and it's a, a significant need. Mm-hmm. I mean, educating our children is is an important thing, and so I want us to honor our educators, and we as the Shoreline Church try to do that as best we possibly can throughout the year, as well as even do a commissioning. We're going to be doing that this upcoming week, and just doing kind of commissioning of parents and students and even teachers, and we do those things. But again, just as this reminder that it was never intended for us to ship our kids off and and think that, that somehow they were going to become this holistic, healthy being without our involvement. And it's not just for school. I mean, if I'm going to be really honest, 
there's a whole bunch of people that want to do that for Sunday school, or they want to do that for the the, the church program, or they want to do that for Awana, or whatever it may be. I'm going to send my kids to this, so they'll talk to them about Jesus, and I don't have to do that. Yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna send my kids to this so they can talk to them about X, Y, and Z, or about hitting puberty, or about dealing with uh, you know you know boys and girls of the opposite sex, or whatever it may be. Like no, like we are the ones that are supposed to help our children navigate this very complicated fallen world. And so please, please, please value teachers, value education, value all of those things, but do not allow it to replace your role as a parent. Yeah. And certainly, again, we understand that some of that's different in your all's case. You guys homeschool, but you still have things that you send your kids to. Sure. Yeah. You still, they still have ball coaches. They still have, you know, program activity leaders. They've got all this other stuff. Those folks can be a partner to us and we can be a partner to them, but they were never intended to replace us. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, again, it, when we get back into the rhythm and routine of school, that also means, you know, maybe parents are going to have to start getting up earlier and, and then you're dealing with the stress of school and, and all that goes along with that and work. And, and I was just thinking this morning, I was like, you know, we have to be parents that our jobs are important and they, they mean a lot and they put food on our table uh, but our most important, it sounds cliche, but it's a reality. Our most important job is what's happening before work, what's happening when we get home from work. And, and I've heard Matt Chandler say it a ton of times where he's like, my most important shift is when I pull in my driveway, Correct. take a deep breath, and now I go, go inside and my shift starts with my family. That's right. I'm not giving them leftovers. Right. I don't want my kids going, yeah, daddy was great in ministry and loved everybody well, but man, he sure was terrible at home. Yeah. That is not, that is not the answer. Whether you're in ministry or whatever you're doing. And so if that means you pull into the garage, you pull into the driveway, sit there for five, sit there for five extra minutes and you just pray and you take a deep breath and you go, okay. I'm, I'm going to yeah. go in, and I'm going to be who I need to be. I, I used to uh, take an extra lap, like I, or I'd take the long way home a little yeah, bit, yeah. you know, because I can get home quick, as sure. you know. Um, but I, 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 I'm cheap, too. So, yeah, so, right. now, so now you can't to, do that now. So the gas, so I'm like, yeah. so I literally, I did that just last week. I, I just stopped and sat in the car yep. for five more minutes, and I just like, I just... I just need to get my mind to right. The problem, I drive the van, so they hear me. And then they run out. And and yeah. I'll be sitting there, and then, you know, all the kids are at the van. I was like, okay, well, I guess we're ready. <laughs> I guess we got to get after it. And so uh, it's been good. I hope you enjoyed today's conversation. That's children, fair, fair, school, the whole deal. Everything. We'll talk more when we dumps, come back we next dumps. week and dump. Yeah. We're gonna do we're gonna do two hours on dumps next week. Uh, we're gonna have the dump coordinator, uh, the head dump guy. Uh, no, I don't, we won't do that. Thank y'all. We'll talk next week. <laughs>